all of us are responsible. All of us who are alumni, all of us who have been impacted by HBCUs, it's our responsibility. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Quotes, Light, and Motivation Podcast with William H. Please rate and review the show. It helps us grow. You can email the show at quoteslightmotivation at gmail.com. Again, that's quoteslightmotivation at gmail.com. I choose to spend time every day focused on positive things. Say that with me. I choose to spend time every day focused on positive things. You got to be intentional about focusing on positive things and not allowing uh, negativity to creep up on you and not allowing it to fester because it's going to come. You know, the negativity is going to come. You know, that's going to be the negativity is going to be loud and the the positivity is going to be so quiet. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's everyday life. Every day, the negativity is loud and and the positivity is quiet. So you got to search out and you got to seek the positivity. And once you find it, you got to focus on that and, you know, seek out and search for more. So you got to elevate the positive and minimize the negative. And that's what kind of week has been, you know, uh, with the commentary on Coach Prime and and Jackson State and his departure from Jackson State uh, with him now going to Colorado. He announced that he's going to be the head coach of Colorado after the uh, after the SWAC football championship game that was played last week. But, you know, a lot of the commentary has been negative about Dion and, you know, um, his departure from Jackson State. And, you know, a lot of people feel neglected or feel like they've been misled or, you know, things like that. But I choose to focus on the positive things that he's done. And, you know, historically, I'm not a Deion Sanders fan. (laughs) Historically. I mean, he played for Dallas. He played for Baltimore. Both of those teams are rivals of my team, the Steelers. In fact, he played for the Dallas Cowboys when they played the Steelers in Super Bowl 30, when they beat the Steelers in Super Bowl 30, (laughs) which was in uh, January of 1996, Um, you know. But that's neither here or there. I, I just like to call things how I see them. Uh, but he's always been flashy. You know, he's always been a flashy person. He's always been not afraid to say how he feels, not afraid to to speak about his talents, about his abilities. He pl- he's played multiple sports. He was one of uh, the few players who was able to play both football and baseball at the same time, you know, play in both leagues, play in the MLB and the NFL at the same time and do both at, at a high level. It was rare, one of the rare talents, right? Um, But, you know, this week has been all about Deion Sanders leaving Jackson State and people feeling like, you know, they've been misled or whatever. And I I wanted to focus on some of the positive things that he's done in three seasons at Jackson State University, which is an HBCU in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Um, But in three seasons, he's made the program, he's he's made Jackson State a program that competed with Uh, power five schools for recruits it's unheard of it's unheard of for an hbcu to be competing with power five schools for recruits and what what am i talking about when i say power five schools i'm talking about 
schools that are in the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Pac-12, the SEC, the ACC, and, of course, Notre Dame, which is, you know, Notre Dame's not in the conference at all, which is a whole other <laughs> discussion. <laughs> but these schools get make all the money. These are the schools that, you know, have the money and have the resources to get all the recruits, right? Jackson State does not have the resources that any of these school ha- schools have, not even near the resources that they have. But he was able to compete with them on recruiting based off of his name and the environment that he created at Jackson State. And his sharing of, you know, Jackson State with social media and his celebrity using his celebrity to bring attention to Jackson State. All of these things caused him to have an advantage. Right. And to even even the playing field for Jackson State against these top five schools. Of course, it wasn't 100 percent even. But just the fact that he was competing with the resources that he had is unheard of in his three seasons at Jackson State. The football team is 27 and five. And. With this season, he's won. He's he's, he's won the uh, SWAC title for the first time. Jackson State hadn't won it in 15 years. And, you know, he's had to deal with the different things that he's had to deal with so many different things that these other coaches don't have to deal with. As I mentioned earlier, there was a water shortage in Jackson, Mississippi during the kickoff of the spring season um, where the players didn't have fresh water, clean water. Um, but he, you know, he brought attention to that stuff. He brought attention to all these issues, all of these challenges that are going on on a regular basis in Jackson, Mississippi, from you know, reports that we've heard that water issues and water crisis in Jackson, Mississippi is not a new thing. Right. Um, but he was able to bring national attention to it. And now it's a known thing. And the way he was able to bring attention to it was once again, by a celebrity and then by also building a team that was winning, right. B- building a winning culture in Jackson, Mississippi. And, and, um, and he brought, you know, brought lots of money to Jackson, Mississippi, which Mississippi, of course, the residents are majority African-American. Um, it's been estimated that he's created approximately 30 million in impact on the city in his three seasons at Jackson state, which is unbelievable. Some of his major impacts that are not really being talked about this week or haven't been talked about the, over the past week uh, were, of course, what I said earlier, recruiting, um, you know, it hadn't been since hadn't been since the 1960s that HBCU schools went after top black recruits and successfully were able to win them uh, from predominantly white schools. And the only reason why they were able to do that in the 60s was because a lot of these predominantly white schools were not offering scholarships to black players back then, back in, back in the 60s and 50s. So he was able to do something that hadn't been done in over 60 years almost. You know, it's unheard of. He brought ESPN. He got Jackson State on ESPN. He, you know, prior to him coming to Jackson State, there was no there was no HBCU games really on ESPN. It wasn't really it was really an afterthought. It was, you know, they really didn't get any national television attention uh but now there's a weekly swat game being played on one of espn's platforms you know using his celebrity to bring increased national media attention to jackson state and advocating for uh nil deals which was uh name image likeness deals for hbcu players um you know and also raising his hand when HBCU players weren't drafted in the NFL draft, you know, saying that 
we got to do better. You know, all these things are, are him advocating for HBCUs and him bringing attention to HBCUs. There's now also an HBCU NFL combine prior to him joining Jackson State and, you know, raising some of these issues. HB, HBCU NFL combine wasn't even thought of for HBCU players to get the exposure to these NFL teams to see if they have an opportunity to make a team. So, yeah, I just wanted to highlight some of the things that he's done. You know, he, it's not all bad. He, uh, you know, he's not a bad person <laughs> because he's leaving HBCUs. Uh, it's not a, I don't I don't look at it as a bad thing. I look at it as an opportunity for someone else to follow the blueprint that he's laid down for some of these uh, some other uh, high profile athlete that's played in the NFL or that has the exposure that he has to uh, to take the wheel and to follow his lead and to do what he's been able to do to to take a program. HBCU program to to get into an HBCU program and bring some national attention and build it up. One man should not be cannot be responsible for saving all HBCUs. <laughs> it's not possible. Actually, it's actually the opposite. All of us are responsible. All of us who are alumni, all of us who have been impacted by HBCUs, it's our responsibility to donate to our HBCUs to make sure that uh, we talk to people about our HBCUs. We uh, bring attention to our HBCUs and we help as in any way we can our HBCUs because HBCUs are important. They're important because they meet needs of low income, African-Americans, first generational students who in many cases wouldn't have an opportunity to go to college if they weren't able to get, if these HBCUs didn't exist, right? They're responsible for almost 20% of all African-American graduates these small HBCU schools, it's only 106 HBCUs, and they're responsible for 20% of all African-American graduates. And to add to that, 25% of all African-American graduates in the STEM fields come from HBCUs. So we know they're important. We know, we know the importance of HBCUs. We know their impact. We have to, as a, as a culture, as a people, we have to support HBCUs and and make sure that we don't forget and we don't uh, we don't neglect these institutions because the work that they do is needed. The work that they do is necessary and the work that they do makes a huge impact on the world as we see it today. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do to help an HBCU? Is there a donation that you can make to an HBCU? Is there some type of volunteer work that you can do at your local HBCU? You know, my my advice is to get involved whenever I see negativity or I see, you know, things slanted so 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 towards the negative. Right. Oh, we laugh. Oh, you know, things will never be the same and all this. You know, I just don't I choose to see the glass half full. Some people choose to see the glass half empty. I choose to see the glass half full. You know, what can we learn from the, the coach prime impact at Jackson State? How can we use this information to to better HBCUs going forward to make sure that the exposure continues, that some sort of exposure continues. Maybe it's not the same impact as Coach Prime, but maybe someone, you know, maybe there's a superstar in the NFL now or a superstar that's a Hall of Famer now who may consider going to an HBCU and, you know, donating some time or becoming a head coach there or volunteering in some way, donating money, all these things. There's a lot of different ways we can make impacts on HBCUs but my point is that no one man should have all that power. <laughs>
And no one man does have all that power. We all have the power to impact HBCUs, to impact one another, to impact one another in a positive way. We all have the power to impact our communities in a positive way. We all have the power to impact our families in a positive way. So let's use it. Yeah, have a good week.